0: All right. We just uh, call me by your name.
1: Yeah.
0: And on the count of three, we'll give our one to ten rating. One, one, two, three, 3
1: Eight point five. I was gonna do eight point five. <laughs> I really was, and for some reason, I just stopped at I eight. I
0: sometimes feel weird that I'm doing decimals. I'm like, who am no, I? No, but
1: I really wanted to. Yeah. Guys, I'm already time. Now you waiting till the end. Eight point five. Eight point five.
0: <laughs> Good podcasting is people just like in complete agreement the entire time so i'm glad you changed your score i don't know why i changed
1: it to not be that in half a second Uh, in 0.5 seconds well i changed my mind and just said eight
0: okay anyway uh that was a peculiar movie
1: do you think peculiar
0: i thought peculiar was a very good way to describe the movie what
1: was peculiar about it
0: uh i thought uh well, this is the most Italian movie I've ever seen that had American actors in it, <laughs> and it was so so Italian that I didn't realize it was a period film until halfway through. <laughs> oh,
1: it, they put the date up and I know I didn't okay. didn't
0: pick up on it, <laughs> and it, I was just like, "Wow, there in Italy, all right. Yep, that's Italian. That's Italian. That's Italian. Wow, this is like an old Italian village."
1: Why do they listen to so many '80s? songs? Yeah, I was like
0: this guy. I was like this guy. His taste is a little bit too hip. <laughs> This seventeen-year-old, oh, seriously, Talking Heads. No seventeen-year-olds right now, are like, yes, Talking Heads are my jam. Um, so anyway, that was that was pretty funny. Okay, but so I, it was
1: peculiar that you didn't read the giant date that said yeah eighteen. The movie was peculiar because I'm, yeah. I have bad reading <laughs>
0: comprehension skills. No, that, I, I guess my point is, it, the the Italian the Europeanness of the movie took such a front and center mm. position in the movie that I. Was distracted from all the other stuff. Interesting, <laughs> like all the other signs that this was <laughs> very clearly yeah, a period yeah. film. Yeah, so that, that, yeah, I'm sure. laughing at myself more sure. than that movie. Um, but uh, yeah, it kind of felt like a travelogue, in, a, in like an old Fellini, you know, mm-hmm. just just like uh, look at this beautiful country kind of mm-hmm. thing. And here's a Before here's a very small sunrise, story.
1: Sunrise after sunset. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh,
0: but I say it be clear because um, the the behavior of the characters was very quirky.
1: Yeah, very.
0: And there was directing-wise, there was some interesting decisions, like some very mm-hmm. abrupt editing, some abrupt yes. um, blocking. So uh, that's true. Uh, It was it, a lot of times I found myself laughing, so in, in surprise, and I'm like, "Was this was this a written joke, or like, am I laughing because this is strange?" You know, mm-hmm. when uh, they travel somewhere and uh, they come upon this group of three people listening to <laughs> Richard Butler, I think, and the woman is just dancing very funny. And he just kind of like, for some reason, brings her over to an alcove, and they continue dancing, and she's actually like, yeah, no, completely normal for a, a strange man to grab me and move me 15 feet <laughs> over into a weird area away I from think the people I they're pretty drunk. There. But it was just very strange.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like,
0: I, I want to know, I want to see, was the director like howling with laughter what watching this take? <laughs> Or was he just like, yeah, this is just this is just how people act?
1: <laughs> in the 80s in yeah. Italy. Yeah.
0: So anyway, there's just a mm-hmm. lot of moments like that. Where I was like, I want to see this director's other work. Because mm-hmm. this is unusual. This is an unusual movie. Mm-hmm.
1: I thought it was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was kind of the quintessential setting for a romance. Mm-hmm. And so therefore... We now have a quintessential movie romance with a gay couple. Yeah. That's how it kind of felt to me. Right. Um, That wasn't... That felt sincere. I was, I think for the first time, and I've seen lots of love stories with, you know, same-sex couple that I've enjoyed very much. But this one, I had the same feeling watching it that I would have if it was just a beautiful romance with a heterosexual couple uh-huh, i was yeah. getting just as tingly and mm-hmm. um you know invested in their um relationship as i would with with any other kind of summertime
0: yeah
1: um fling in a beautiful <laughs> Europe, like the most beautiful setting
0: yeah
1: yeah so i just was enjoying that so much
0: yeah, I And go. there was like
1: the 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 like j- the food, you know, eating ah. all the food and being surrounded by beautiful architecture and then the train, all those European movies where there's, you know, they have to say goodbye and one's on the train and the others left on the platform, like right. all that it and yeah. and yet it didn't just feel like a tired plot that then was just changed a little bit just because it happened to be a gay couple. You right. know, I guess that's what I mean by it felt um very genuine, and uh-huh. um, the details of the love story were unique to their uh-huh. situation, and, and therefore it was very moving.
0: You know, I found it, this is a very strange comparison, I know, I found it very similar to My Neighbor Totoro. I don't know if I it's know It's a that. Hayao Miyazaki movie. Oh, okay. So, animated. Yeah. Uh, Japanese film. And uh, the reason why I think it's like that, that that's a very much a kind of um, exploration of realism uh, but it's an animation form which I thought was really interesting yeah. you don't usually see uh, kind of minimalist animation that's not like an experimental film you know, it has a narrative my neighbor Totoro family moves to a place in the country and the, the little boy is kind of lonely and, and trying to figure out what's going on and discovers these like woodland kind of creatures that are magical and they kind of make him feel home or they they mm-hmm. they make him feel special mm-hmm. and like that mm-hmm. then there's a very small plot uh about um his mother being sick okay so magical woodland creatures and sick, sick mom basically
1: the same thing Sick mom and basically new, the new same movie.
0: but yeah there's there's just those three things uh-huh. and there's no there's no I serious conflict.
1: Yeah, yeah. Same with
0: this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could say there's still a lot of tension. There's certainly a lot of tension. Yeah. But as far as conflicts go, it's very subtle, so.
1: Yeah. I agree that their characters are peculiar. Mm-hmm. Um, that In the beginning, you know, this sense of Oliver being pretty cocky and just kind of waltzing in. And seemingly irritating Elio Uh Um, And then all of a sudden It's like Elio decides No more of that You know uh, The first time he's like Oh Elio Maybe you can show him around Downtown And so they get on their bikes Um, But it's really Oliver That's kind of calling Making all the calls And being like Okay we're done with this And I'm going to go this way And Uh okay bye I'm going to leave you now And Elio's just kind of Left in his wake a little bit And and just confused And Uh irritated And And then that switches, and Elio is the one who just suddenly is like, nope, (laughs) Uh I'm the one who's going to say, what's going on? Come here, do this. And that was an interesting flip, Uh especially him being, you know, a good few years younger. I think that, I guess it's an unusual... Position for a younger, you know, if if you are going to have a love story where there's someone who's a little bit older and wiser and worldlier, yeah. it's very unusual for the younger one who's kind of looking to that, uh, you know, their their the older partner to kind of make things clear for them, and look for guidance and yet be so confident like yes there yes he had insecurities and and he talked about how he was lacking and put himself down but my gosh he was way more confident than I was at age 17 Yeah, you know trying to figure out dating and flirting and all of that stuff so that made him a really interesting character I think it made him um I really liked him
0: uh-huh.
1: because of how unusual he was in that sense yeah
0: but it didn't feel like he was playing older
1: no no I, no I
0: think uh, I agree his his body being very skinny helped yeah. a lot so yeah. he was cast really well for being a precocious 17 year old yeah um, I guess
1: that's what it is he's precocious in other things you know yeah. like s- s- stating facts and music he's clearly very bright with music and and that and so he's kind of his precociousness kind of just creeps into his um you know kind of his love exploration as mm-hmm. well and there's something charming about that
0: yeah i think uh, also his parents being very
1: mm.
0: progressive and yeah. very loving they i think their existence lets you understand how he could become who he is
1: yeah yeah and and yet the movie still you know it's still dealt with the sad elements of the whole story of his father you know clearly his mother and his father both embrace that homosexual relationships and right because was it someone's brother who was they come to visit
0: i don't know if that was like a goal thing yeah or or just friends
1: anyway and yet his father is kind of stuck in the situation where he felt he couldn't and so he's with a wife who he clearly loves very much you know and, and is very um, close to and mm. and yet there's an element of, you know he, he kind of lets his son see his sadness yeah in that moment on the couch which I thought was also really lovely right uh, you know a dad I think that monologue could have sounded really preachy or uh, a little too like self-aware but uh, I think that that actor handled yeah, it really well Michael
0: Stolberg who's just te- and lately, he's been in every single movie I've seen. <laughs> I think he was even in the Post.
1: Oh, funny! I don't remember him in the Post. Um, yeah,
0: he was, he was uh, the uh, New Yorker or the New York Times owner in the Post. But he he's a brilliant character actor, and I think this movie. I mean, he was also a, in A Serious Man, and he played the main character in that uh-huh. the Coen Brothers. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I really want to see him take another crack at Lead Man. I think he's. Really good. I mean, let's, does he let's,
1: play Smee in Hook?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, unless he's the exact reminds- same age, but like, like hundred pounds heavier in that movie.
1: <laughs> well, I just know it was a long time ago that movie was filmed. <laughs>
0: um, but no, I mean, obviously he should have been.
1: I just thought they looked alike when I was watching it. I definitely recognize this actor. Uh, I just thought maybe it was me as well. uh, Mm.
0: um, I thought uh, the Elio actor, Timothy Mm -hmm. Cholaramong,
1: was Um, really good. How many of those languages does he actually speak?
0: Good question. Uh, well his his uh, name suggests he's French, yeah, so I'd say he speaks French fluently, and
1: he clearly plays the piano,
0: yeah, yeah, so I, in he's some ways I wonder kid. if he was playing a character pretty close to himself,
1: yeah, I wonder
0: I'm interested in his uh actor training mm. because not only is he just incredibly talented, but his uh comfort with himself physically yeah. with uh, other actors physically, yeah, that's very, very far along for someone his age.
1: I agree. I know I'm a little concerned for him as, be <laughs> playing those types of parts at that age as yeah. well. That's pretty intense.
0: I wonder how long he's been acting.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Okay, here's a question. So the, the his little his little his little girlfriend his girlfriend that's <laughs> his age, um, that kind of gets ditched, and is hurt by that. Yeah. and you know she has this whole thing of just don't hurt me in the beginning Uh I don't want to be hurt so you're kind of ready for that to happen and you just think yikes that's that's not fair to her does she figure it out yeah how
0: well you know how um, when they're swimming towards the beginning of the movie yeah she's like uh, she says something about Oliver Um, like Uh, are you you disappointed that Oliver's not here or something like that it wasn't that oh Okay. And so I got the sense that she sensed that he at least admired him quite a bit.
1: Okay.
0: So I think she was on to him, on some level. And she probably knew
1: that he went away with Oliver. Yeah. And then he comes back. And she saw
0: he was sad, and she's like "Okay, then 100 percent."
1: Okay.
0: I shouldn't feel hurt in the sense that he doesn't think I could know or is
1: you know I think it's it's
0: oversimplifying her as a person a little bit. Yeah. But you know. For the sake of the story.
1: Sure. My gosh. It felt a little long. Mm-hmm. I guess that's. And I. It felt European in that yeah. sense. So I, I. I don't know if I'd criticize and say it really should have been cut down to a quicker. Because it needed the slow pace. And mm-hmm. I think that was appropriate. Yeah. But there were moments where I thought it was like going to be near the end. And then they were like, let's send them off to the Alps together. And I was <laughs> like, oh, whoa. Okay. We're nowhere near the end. So yeah, I, th- I think they couldn't give her too much more time i feel like
0: because
1: yeah yeah they spent a lot of time already
0: i took points off for there being a few moments where i didn't understand the feelings that the characters were having one was uh when uh, the peach scene when elio is like don't make fun kind of thing and he's oh, like it's a gets hurt I, and i just i didn't quite understand i wasn't tracking with I Why feel like hurt?
1: this whole time that he's been, you know, kind of just sticking his neck out there and going for it. And yeah. Then, um, this is the first time that I think he's actually felt vuln- really vulnerable oh, okay. in the whole, you know, like he just kind of walks in on him
0: uh-huh.
1: and he suddenly, that's, that's how I interpret uh-huh. it. Is I can see that. Like I- he finally is overwhelmed by the emotion of all of this and, uh, uh-huh. Kind of being seen in his most exposed.
0: Uh-huh. There was, and he's
1: not ready to laugh at it yet. You know. Uh huh.
0: So yeah, in retrospect and with your explanation, I, I understand that better. Um, there's also some dialogue that, honestly, well, I it seems like this is like an all Italian production. But I also wonder if an Italian person wrote the script because there's some dialogue <laughs> that felt not very American.
1: Okay.
0: Felt very poetic, like.
1: A little too much. doesn't really
0: come off the tongue very well. Um, (laughs)
1: For realist, realism. Realism, yeah. It's a little hard to do that. And
0: for, um, yeah, just, again, like, I don't don't know if Americans talk like this. Uh Uh-huh. Like certain, I'm sorry, I can't think of any specifics, but especially around the time when um, they're realizing that they both feel this, this way, like when they're at, like, downtown. yeah. Like that some of the dialogue choices there felt a little bit too uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Like a, too too overly poetic
1: like around the statue yeah yeah sure I know when he was kind of like yeah I agree how they were kind of confessing to each other a yeah. little bit I I was kind of like whoa if somebody said that to me I wouldn't get it yeah <laughs> so um, which I'm
0: sure and I'm maybe it's an American hero the screenplay I don't know but I wonder if that kind of dialogue is, you know, A-plus Italian dialogue, <laughs> if you translated it back.
1: Or, you know, they're just both so um, intellectual mm. that they can kind of speak to each other in that kind of abstract sure. way. But that that doesn't help the audience at yeah. all.
0: Well. I have a question. So, when Michael Stolberg's character, the father, says the thing about apricots, and then um, Army Hammer's character corrects him... And then Michael Stuhlbarg's character mm-hmm. says, "Flying colors." Mm-hmm. Was that him just testing yeah. to see if he like <laughs> said like, "Yep, I agree." That is where that word came from. Y- I think so. Okay. that was a little bit strange because y- yeah. point at first is like, "How dare he correct me in front of my family?" And then he's like, starts like grinning. So I thought that was a little bit strange. Didn't didn't quite belong in this movie. Um, that kind of like gotcha moment
1: Yeah, I. that's the part of the um, Dialogue that would lose me a little bit Is uh-huh. the really high academic speak
0: uh-huh.
1: I, I found one, hard to understand And two, I didn't really get the place of it uh-huh. I really enjoyed them pulling the statue up from the Yeah um, I had a college professor uh, That taught ancient Roman Greece mm-hmm. and I took two classes with this professor and he looked so much like this the father uh-huh. and <laughs> and he always looked like an archaeologist who was just coming in off of the dig from the site with his hair blown a bit uh-huh. um, and so I just it made me think of him a lot.
0: Nice. This, this felt like an old Italian like an old Fellini movie or even like a, a Bergman an old Bergman movie. Just, it felt like an old European film, and, let, and not like a, it did not feel at all like a period film. I want to go back to that first thought I had. Instead of waving "'80s, '80s in your face, it just felt like a, an old movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly the, the things that were happening in the movie wouldn't have happened in an old movie. But I just really enjoyed how classical yeah. it was. It just felt like yeah. I'd I say like it, it felt like a 1960s Italian film. Mm-hmm. um both from the like so the italians pioneered neorealism so it fits quite well that that's kind of what was happening so it's interesting to see like you said a romance in like a neorealism italian film uh set in the 80s <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very cool uh, construction i thought
1: yeah yeah all right yeah. want to change your rating at all
0: um i might bump it up to a nine
1: i know i'm thinking similarly I don't know if I want to see this movie again and again and again. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think it's that kind of a movie. Yeah. But it's made an impression on me, so I'm going to I'm going to say yeah. 9 as well.
0: It's fun to talk about, that's for sure. Yeah. Cool.
1: Well, we're going to go talk about it more. Goodbye, bye-bye. Bye. Ciao, Bella.